1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Hello and welcome once again to History Dweeves. I'm Tim. Thank you for joining us um, our topic today is on the character, uh, is on actually Carl Dean Switzer, who is better known, um, a beloved character in American film, uh, better known as Alfalfa, Alfalfa. from um, from the Our Gang series in the 20s and 30s. Um, but before we get into talking about Alfalfa, who had an interesting life and a sad, sad ending, uh, we're going to, let me first introduce our panel with me. Uh,
3: As always. As always. Well, I, have, I, I got a question for you. Already?
1: Well, well, let me do the introduction. He,
3: he, you said he had a sad ending. And is, is there ever any happy ending?
1: You know, yes. you know what? I, You know, I've been, you know, I update the History Dweeb page mm-hmm. because you guys basically are...
2: We're useless pieces
3: of shit.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we got it. Okay. And uh, so, you know, I do these little... Uh, but If you haven't checked out our History to Facebook page, please do so, because we put a lot of cool I stuff on I do not up.
3: believe we are administrators of that page, so everything we put on there shows up as comments.
1: Yeah. But anyway,
3: mm-hmm. I, I say, I,
1: by updating that page, I put up a lot of biographies. So
3: control freak is pissy. Because okay. <laughs> we're, we're not doing something we can't
1: do. Right. Here. Right. But anyway, I put up a lot of biographical information on on different people throughout history, and you know what? Almost every time it ends in death. Life ends in death, and it's kind of it's,
3: depressing. I, it's, it's a pattern. Yeah, I'm, I'm noticing
1: pattern. it. I'm noticing it. Anyway, with me today, as always, uh, is the very lovely and talented, and um, outstanding uh, at her craft, and dead.
3: Believe in sober. She seems sober. No. No. Nah.
1: Well she's she may be sober, but uh, uh, normally she is uh drunk. I didn't want to say that, but uh, under the influence of some some narcotic of some sort or some alcohol. But anyway, the very lovely Brandy. How are you today, Brandy?
2: Uh, good. How are you? I'm <laughs> fine. I
1: believe she
3: she ran out of cough medicine.
1: Yeah, well, She'll be over
3: to the I over a family dollar I
1: don't know what that contraction is that she has in front of her, but it doesn't certainly doesn't think look legal.
3: Certainly, even certainly doesn't Are you look legal.
1: Certainly doesn't look legal. She's snorting white out. <laughs>
3: She's sniffing white
1: out. Uh, and uh, uh and also joining us today is the very distinguished, honorable
2: uh, Nope, he's none of those things.
1: Fancy at foot. Uh, Jazz. <laughs> the Chaz, Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel?
3: I will tell you after this is over how I'm doing. You,
1: you were a little upset at, in our last podcast because you, you felt that perhaps we did not uh, we were a bit rude and we interrupted you when you were talking about uh,
3: Pretty Boy Floyd's so death. To that you say suck it up. Well, um, I would say it was it was not so much rude as unprofessional, uh, amateurish, uh, immature. Would
2: you say immature?
3: Immature, immature, and amateurish. You have to be
2: very careful for and, around. And, and again,
3: now. You got. I, you got to remember. I come from a, a more dignified and refined place. I, I know the devil. The West Side. You know. I don't even know that you're, you. You're, it's the worst side. You it's was what, raised with wolves. I don't know that you. I only danced with wolves. when you. I only when danced you with wolves was eating cereal when you was growing up she, or whatever. She's a wolf wh- whisper. I, a
2: little
1: bit. Yeah, but I. So you 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 thought that we were rude when I we kept I thought your him. manners were poor. Well, I would like to take this opportunity to say uh well, I don't really care.
3: So yeah. so do you <laughs> So yeah.
1: So um you have any, do you have any shout
3: outs? I do have one shout out. Um Dorothy, I'm Dorothy. Dottie?
2: Dottie. Yeah, her name
3: is not Dorothy. Yeah. But it's Dottie. See that's how rattled you people have me. Yeah. Uh, Dottie, I am going to try to uh Keep my language under control better. I apologize for our last show, but you can lay that at the foot of your son. I'm sure he's made even (laughs) an angel like you cuss. That's when you get
2: laid off from the convent.
3: I want to say,
1: I want to say, I give a shout out to our listener in Norway. We have one listener in Norway. And we love him. And I wish I knew how to say thank you or hello in Norway. Good talk. I don't know. Is that true? I don't think you just just just
3: Google it like you googled everything while I was trying to do my damn podcast.
1: Okay. So anyway, to our friend in Norway, you obviously understand he obviously understands English or he's really wasting his time listening to our podcast. (laughs) Thank you for listening, he or she everybody else. (laughs) If you are listening, our friend in Norway, send us a message on Facebook. It's just look up History Dweebs on Facebook. We would love to know who you are because we we get a report that tells us where people listen but of course that's all it tells us so it's not like ashley madison where you know we find out everything about you yeah, we sure. only know that you listen uh that someone in norway is listening to our podcast so if you're in norway send us a, a message on facebook we would love to hear from you
3: okay let's, actually to me I, I would i would say everybody uh Leave some comments on the webpage about what you'd like to, and what time is it right now? Um, it is two thirty p.m. Eastern Time on August 27th. The next five people to uh, leave remarks about our shows uh, will get uh, color glossy autographed picture of the Colonel and his faithful companion Rudy. Well, so
1: you're going to You're going to have to. You, you're going to
3: print out your Facebook page, is what you're telling us, right? Um, no, I'm just gonna. I got lots of pictures. You have of me a Polaroid at home? I got, a, I got a. Yeah, I got a glossy photo autographed by you got Colonel headshots? Why do you have headshots? The, you don't worry about it. Is that from your modeling got, career? The Colonel got endorsement deals going
1: on. Okay, well, let's talk about um, Alfalfa because he he had some uh, dealings with dogs. Uh, he did. He did. Uh, Carl Dean Switzer um, was born. Uh, was an American actor, a professional dog breeder, and a hunting guide. Uh, but he is, of course, better known, best known as a child actor uh, in the 1930s, appearing in the Argang series as Alfalfa. Uh, Alfalfa was, of course, one of the series' most popular and best-remembered characters.
3: And interestingly, his character was supposed to be Barley. Okay. Um, but that what was about during hops? the... Uh, what about hops? No, Spanky was going to be Hobbs. He was going to be Barn. I, mean, but I have a feeling old. Spanky was a little kinky. You yeah. Know, you I wonder why they called him Spanky. Ew. Okay, I mean, anyway. I wonder exactly. what they used to catch him doing calling him Spanky. Uh, Bless his heart.
1: But um, but Switzer was popular. He, uh, he was alfalfa. And, of course, he was famous for his uh, cowlick, his little... Uh,
2: which was fake,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, we'll get into that. But anyway, he was in the he was in the series in the twenties and thirties. But as when he grew up, as many child actors experience, he he struggled. Uh, he struggled getting roles. He did get some um, some roles in some uh, movies, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But it was hard for him to find a, a, his footing in a in an acting career after the R Gang series ended, um, due to the typecasting at the time. Um, But anyway, um, Switzer was born in Paris, Illinois. Uh, He was the second and last son of four children born to Gladys Shanks and George Frederick Switzer. They were of Scottish and German ancestry. Uh, He was named Carl after a member of the Switzer family and Dean after many relatives on his um, grandmother's side. He and his brother Harold became famous uh, in their hometown for their musical talent and performances. Uh, both sang and could play a number of different musical in- instruments. Uh, so
3: they. Now I don't. I, I don't cook. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I have to defer to the woman. Yeah, she's over forty, so she's still somewhat warm before she made the transition, but. Oh. Have you ever made anything, used a recipe to call for alfalfa?
1: No. But I let's
3: alfalfa
1: l- Let's talk about alfalfa, and let's talk about alfalfa going to Hollywood. How did he get to the Hollywood, Colonel?
3: I don't know. I ain't got no idea how he went to Hollywood.
1: Well, what happened was him and his,
3: what uh, happened was?
1: his family went there on vacation, they went there.
3: To, they traveled to California to visit some family. Okay, they were sightseeing. They went sightseeing. Okay, and then what? why are you asking me questions? Everybody knows they got, well, because they, your they signed, part is up. They, well, they went to. The, too. They, they went. They went sightseeing. They went to the Hal Roach Studios. Yeah, Hal Roach was
1: of course the producer of the R Gang series yeah. and a movie and many movies and
3: um, so, series. So uh, the now he's with his brother. So the eight year old Harold. There was a public tour. They put him on tour. Eight-year-old Harold and six-year-old Carl—they entered the the studio uh, cafeteria after they went on the tour. Right. And uh, they began an impromptu performance because they were, you know, they were known as singers. So, this producer, Hal Roach, he was present and he was impressed. So, he signed both of them to appear.
1: So that's how they were discovered. They were they were uh, singing and dancing in the cafeteria. They were,
3: cafeteria they were candy dancing. No, they were not um, candy dancing. dancing. Alfalfa was actually working one of the poles. You didn't stop him. You, <laughs> you, was know, although, carried away.
2: you know what I find
1: That is not true, but there, it was true that they was in a cafeteria and they put on an impromptu performance and yes. they were spotted and discovered by Al Roach. What, what I, just said? What
2: yeah, I find and, fascinating is that it was really hard for, uh, for Switzer to sing. Alfalfa always sang off key and he was yeah. always you know, had that thing going for him. But he was actually a really, really good singer.
1: Yeah. But it like And it, it was
2: hard for him to do that.
1: what I find fascinating is all in the movies they they uh, in the All Gang series, they would they would always gang. they would always put on these um
3: talent, show. yeah, talent yeah, shows. Yeah, talent shows and yeah.
1: stuff and that, and, that, and it sounds like that's what him and his brother actually did in, in Paris, Illinois. But okay anyway, so he so goes through and, the and tour
3: which is a uh, we'll get right back on topic here, but as you know, I got the two twin boys and their birthday. They Taylor were, and Tanner. Taylor and Tanner. And we, we saw them in Michigan uh, about a week or so ago, last week, two weeks ago. Whatever. And we had not seen them for their birthday, which is August 1st. Right. So, as my wife is wont to do So, they were they were conceived in December. They were conceived in December.
2: What else is there to do at my birth, outside?
3: Well, my December, coincidentally, being in birth, and my birthday being in December. Uh-huh. So. We were ah. celebrating. Anyway, yeah, we were celebrating. I'm so blessed uh, out right like now. Anyway, we are. You're, uh, you're basically saying that's what you got for your birthday that year. Birthday, Chris. That's the birthday what that Mrs. Colonel got for her birthday. Anyway. Uh-huh. What so you just policy? said, maybe because my son Tana, he—he he, it was a Secret Santa. <laughs> yeah, it was a Secret
2: Santa. It was a white elephant. Yeah, let joke. Give <laughs> that shit back.
3: My son Tana, uh, he listens to this show, so here's a shout out to you, Tana. He's directing his first play.
2: Um, hey, yeah, right, Tanner. So
3: he's—he did auditions for that last night. I hope he doesn't become temperamental. He, oh, what's the name of the play? What's the name? Of, what is the play? I do not know. Um, there you go. I but you're a father good father, creative. man. Uh, good <laughs> man. It's a musical. Uh, so there's anyway, probably singing. Of course it is. Because there's probably yeah. singing going on. There's singing going on. Yeah. Damn it,
2: I hate those. All
3: right, go ahead. Anyway, he he's...
1: Congratulations, Tanner. We look forward to seeing it when it's Tanner on Tanner
3: has won, yeah. actually, statewide competitions for his singing. Mm-hmm. And he can be an arrogant little ass at times. Don't believe Mm. that. So my wife comes out with the birthday cake with the candles all lit and we all five start singing Happy Birthday. And we get into Happy Birthday to you. And right when we get there he stops. Everybody. He's like, stop, 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 stop. Could we all pick a the same key, please. Oh, <laughs> so you suck at so, singing.
2: Yes, yeah, so I don't
3: know what I don't even know what he meant by pick a key. That's just the kind of the kind of arrogant little douche. Well, never mind. But anyway, anyway, so we're back in here. Let me get back to the tour. Alfalfa. Guess, uh, Alfalfa's Alfalfa, on yes. the tour. Um, Alfalfa's dancing on the street. Did he? Have, did he have his uh, cowlick at that point? He did not have his cowlick now. This guy, he's so impressed with him. He signs both of them to appear, him and his brother, on uh, the R Gang show.
1: You know, I don't know what the
3: difference is between R Gang and Little Rascals.
2: I don't either. Is there a difference?
1: No,
3: it was just a different thing. Okay. Okay. Um, I I believe they made a movie. We'll look into this, but I believe they made a movie, and the movie was The Little Rascals.
1: We'll get our research department on that. Yeah. We'll get Um, Brittany on that.
3: So anyway, in 1935, they be now. Harold, his brother, was given two names, Slim and Deadpan. I like Deadpan better. Carl was better. nicknamed Alfalfa. Now the brothers they first appeared in 1935 in the in the short one, "Beginner's Luck." Um, by the end of the year, Alfalfa was one of the main characters, and Harold he'd been kind of relegated to the background. Yeah, uh, Alfalfa so. stood out. Yeah, well, Alfalfa was. Carl, you know, who played Alfalfa, he was willing to do things that, that Harold was not quite comfortable with. The casting couch, Isn't is not yeah, where you were? The you're casting are? couch, yeah. yeah that's
1: not true. We oh.
3: Well, anyway, although he <laughs> completely was... False. Um, it's completely false. So they they, they used <laughs> to get Alfalfa to sing off-key renditions of popular songs. Usually those of Ben Crosby. Bing, 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 Crosby. And Alfalfa also had cowlicks that Carl really and did not. Um, Right.
1: So you think so, Seeing how Roach had a cowlick
3: fetish, he did. He did. Now he his tenure he lasted five years with him. Uh, I mean, that was a pretty good run. It was a pretty good run. So his first role after that is in 1941 um, in a comedy, Regular Fellas. And uh, now this
1: is after it, it, this is after it, the R after, Gang. Yeah, after okay. R Gang. So the
3: next year he has a supporting role in Mrs. Wiggs of the Cabbage Patch. Oh, I remember
1: so, that one. I actually yeah. do remember that. It's sad. I remember seeing that movie.
3: And he got some roles in films. He was in he was in uh Johnny Doughboy, Going My Way, uh The Great B- Mike. That Way. was with Bing Crosby. And he had yeah, and he had an uncredited role as Augie in uh the film The Human Comedy. Um, his his last starring roles were brief. I mean they were Bowery Boys movies. You reprised his Alfalfa character. I love um, I love Sach, in, in the Gas House Kids comedies. I like Satch too, and but forty six and forty seven. But he was pretty damn old by this time. Now he's now he's trying to downplay his earlier you know our gang work. Right, um, he's kind of tiny. He kind of took it off his resume. He referred to the films as MGM shorts. That's what he would put on his resume. I um, mean, he had a tiny part in It's a Wonderful Life as uh, Donna Reed's uh, date at a high school dance. Yeah, and for those of you, you've seen a wonderful life, Colonel. Huh? I've seen a wonderful. I've lived a wonderful life. I've seen a wonderful.
1: Day. Okay, well, you, you remember the part where uh, Jimmy Stewart, who was uh, George, whatever his name was, <laughs>
2: he's America's sweetheart.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he went. Remember, he went his. Uh, he went to his high school dance, and yeah. he had, and he had oh, yeah. and he had built that swimming pool underneath mm-hmm. the, the the dance floor, right. Him and, uh, him and uh, that's when him and uh, his girlfriend Mary, the character Mary, who was Donna Reed, they kind of, that's when they started, uh, you know, having having uh, their r- romance started to bud. He was uh, Donna Reed's date, and he was annoying. And he's the one who pulled the lever that the, but the floor opened up on the swimming pool mm-hmm. while they were dancing on it. That, that's the role that Alf Alka played. Okay. It was a bit part, but it... it it was. It was a, key. a bit, but memorable. That it was, was a memorable. Big
3: lead up for a small payoff. I <laughs>
1: yeah. George Bailey. I'm sorry. That was uh, George Bailey. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So
3: anyway, um, and here's another interesting one: the 1954 musical film White Christmas. Oh yeah. They used like his that. photo to de- depict freckle face Haynes. The um, army. Guy. The army body Soldier. of Wallace and Davis, who was Bing Crosby and Danny. Bing, Dan. Bing 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 Crosby. Yeah. So anyway, by by 1950s in the 50s, he's. He's trying to get TV work, um, and he did get six appearances on the Roy Rogers show. So. Who I was born in Portsmouth, Ohio. The same. Okay. Well, he had a guest star in an episode of uh, the Science Fiction Theater and the uh, George Burns and Gracie Allen show. Do you know what? Do you know what um, Roy Rogers' real name was?
2: Was he on Law and Order?
1: S-u-v. <laughs> C-s-i, <my MP>. SUV. <laughs> SUV, SUV.
2: M-P. S-U-V. S-U-V. S-U-V, maybe. Do you know what Roy
1: Rogers' real name was? Steve. Leonard Sly. Swear wow. to God. That's a Leonard better name. Sly. Leonard Sly. Leonard. Anyway, yeah, he's probably sure went with that. <laughs> That's a
3: better name.
1: Okay, so uh, he's getting bit parts... In parts,
3: he's uh, prostituting himself. No,
1: he was not Um, prostituting himself.
3: Well, my—I mean, he had to make a living. yeah, he was was eating. He's getting a roll every six months. He was a dog breeder, not himself. After this, before he decided he wasn't getting no rolls, he's rolling around in alleys after he's leaving bars with strange men. That's none of that is true.
1: That is not true.
3: What? Okay. Have you seen the Hollywood... How it, it, it's just bad for child actors in Hollywood. Yeah, but he that was... The bank but he robbed a bank with three okay. points. He he did
1: not, none of that was um, true, except he was getting bit parts. So he was struggling as an actor. Then what happens, Brandy?
3: Well, no, he's got... There's lots of stuff going on here. Well, Come on now. tell us the truth. So what happened? Okay, so his final role comes in the film drama, The Define Ones. Um yeah, Now he's done. So he decides... He he starts breeding and training hunting dogs, and gives guided hunting. And when hunting you say breeding dogs, dogs, breeding dogs, yeah, he's actually breeding the dogs. He's putting two dogs okay. together. They are having. He's he not having, breeding with the dog. No, because you know what, they would lose their ability to hunt. Okay. Because dogs got. Okay, that would dog and dog. and that would be inappropriate. If if the dog was ugly, yeah. Okay. I don't
2: know.
1: Okay. Uh, I don't
3: judge. Okay, go on. I don't judge. I'm
2: sorry, Colonel.
1: Go you ahead. Know,
3: uh, and, and this brings me to a, uh, a, a, a a thing my son said to me that's always stuck in my head is a question. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, a guy not long ago got arrested, if you remember on the news, because he kept having sex with sheep on his farm, with sheep and with cows. Right. He kept having sex. Which is... uh, Bestiality. Bestiality. And and my son Taylor said, he's getting charged with having sex with them because that's animal abuse. But we're going to cut their heads off and eat them.
1: That's 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 a a a good point.
3: Kind of an irony there. It's okay to eat them. Right. See, it's different. To, it's like flips the whole spectrum okay. around because humans. It's okay to have sex it with. Doesn't. but does They you can't, can't eat them. They can't give consent. Right. You, they no, they can, but Animals can't give. They
1: don't consent. have capacity.
3: They can't yeah. give consent. But we don't really care about the
2: animals because no. we. But such the, the thinning chickens of up. herd. And it's just. And it's one of those things. It's
3: it's abhorrent.
1: And it has nothing to do with alfalfa. Nothing so. at all.
3: Well, we we don't know what alfalfa is. No, because alfalfa no. okay, makes some 8mm film. Do not,
1: films. Do so not, no, do
3: no, not soil the name, good name, of alfalfa. Be smirching yeah. all well, I'm hand. just saying there's some 8 millimeters out there that could be alfalfa. Okay. And <laughs> I'm not, I'm not
2: saying, uh, they
3: could I'm say saying it is. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it's not. There's some 8 millimeter films making around different <laughs> years. <laughs> not around.
1: true. Not true. Go ahead. I'm okay. just to snuff films. So okay. anyway,
3: so... But some of his uh, big uh, not big uh, clients was Roy Rogers, Dale, Dale Evans, um, Leonard Sly, as you, you know. So yeah. for his for his dogs, Jimmy yeah, yeah. for his okay. dogs, Jimmy Stewart, Henry. Jim, 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 Jimmy Stewart. Jim. So now I mean Jimmy Stewart, shut up. things are turning up for things. Turning well, they
1: met during "It's a Wonderful Life."
3: Yes. Things turn up for alfalfa because he goes. On why, he on he didn't did, why
1: didn't why didn't breed dogs for Donald Reed?
3: I don't, maybe, don't,
2: maybe you know you maybe
1: she was allergic you know that movie it's a wonderful life I do know that movie what was that thing that, 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 that annoying little the the, the the friend who you always do E-haw. what was that all about Carl? Uh. <laughs> that's the turn of notes he about to go. No, seriously. You remember the guy on This Wonderful Life who would always say ee-yaw, George. E-haw, George. <laughs> yeah, what, the hell, what the hell was that
3: about? I, I think it had something to do with the college fraternity. Okay. Well, he didn't go to college. George didn't go to college. No, it, I, I don't know what it had to do with. To okay. The truth.
2: Okay. I don't
1: know. Okay. Go ahead, Colonel. I'm Sorry All I right. interrupted you. Sucks, when
2: you. sucks when this happens to you, doesn't it? Because it happens to me every <laughs> friggin' podcast.
3: <laughs> So anyway, I'm sorry. Things are going to turn up because he goes out on a blind date with Diane Collingwood. Now she—that's not her
1: name. Did he use the cowlick on, Diane, Did he use the cowlick on uh, Diane? when he uh, on her first he date? That up the
3: chest. Oh, he did have the calic Um she, Now she was you, the heiress of grain. The you, grain elevator. You, you know
1: what? You you put a calic. You go out with a cowlick The panties come right off.
2: <laughs> a calic, a panty dropper.
3: Again, I apologize, Ms. Dottie <laughs> Scott, your son. Okay, okay, I'm sorry.
0: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage,
3: All this time I've been using Rudy. <laughs> no, I was like, you just stick your hair up. all Eric. I had to do was put some hair gel in.
1: <laughs> Okay, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go okay.
3: Ahead.
1: Please continue. Oh, my God. So,
3: anyway, he, he, he latches on to, basically, he was after, you know, his series of prostituting himself. What? He did not do that. He became a gigolo. He went out with this rich woman yeah. on a blind date.
1: Well, he fell in love.
3: They owned a grain elevator. But yeah, he fell in love because she was the heiress of a grain elevator empire, <coughs> Colinwood Grain. Um, so she had moved to California to, because her sister wanted to be an actress. Now they got along, they got married in Las Vegas three months later. It's 1954. Now by 1956, this son of bitch out of money already and got his wife pregnant. So his mother in law just wants to get rid of her, you know, because it ain't a source of pride in that family that your daughter married Alfalfa. You'd think it would be um, well. It's probably you know.
1: It's probably in the beginning. It was probably something you know you could tell your friends and impress them.
3: But yeah, well, yeah, but but anyway, the mother-in-law decides. Let's buy them a farm in pretty prairie, I don't, Kansas.
2: Well, first of all, I don't think that it was because they didn't get along. They offered them a farm. They must have owned a Yeah, they were, they, they, were the they were
3: loaded. They were loaded. They were loaded. you yeah. really sure what the motives were. In Pretty Perry, Kansas. Yeah. They, they liked him. They would have kept his ass in California. And, and moved his ass all the way out to Kansas. No. Maybe he, they needed somebody where, to work the farm. Yeah,
1: that's where they had the property at. And plus, he, yeah. he wanted he, he, he wanted to get back to the Midwest. He's from the Midwest.
3: Well, then they had their son. And then 1957, they divorced. And he don't get a damn thing. Now, things don't She have a prenup? Huh? Did she have a prenup? He didn't have anything. He didn't. No, did no, she, she have a prenup? A he didn't even get a damn wow.
1: cow. Okay, um, so, so he's 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 back to being uh, back to struggling.
3: Yeah, and and right at this time, he runs into uh, Spanky McFarlane. Spanky, okay, spanky, was spanky was a McFarlane. remember Chubby. I remember Chubby. I, I like Froggy. Froggy and
1: then what, what was so they all was after Darla Alfalfa was after Darla oh, yeah.
2: Alfalfa and
3: Spanky both they could mm-hmm. Spanky was smooth Spanky, Spanky was, was smooth. silk except me and the boys had uh, Spanky was
2: a baby's had head. our own chapter that
3: of was Buckwheat the, we, have, well, we <laughs> had our own chapter of the He-Man Woman Haters Club at our house I, you still do we still do the He-Man Woman they Haters they say
1: Buckwheat Club. was really huh <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I read that <laughs> I mean, that, when he grew
3: up, not then. That I mean, might when he be grew up. the most. And you just got on me for saying Sal Weinstein was a Jew. <laughs>
1: no,
2: I I'm on you. I said it.
1: <laughs> no, I said I, I read. i read that 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 you know he.
2: Where
3: did you read
1: that? I don't know. It was on the internet. <laughs> well, you, know, you know what I read is Liam, <laughs> I've been on the Facebook.
3: Page. <laughs> as far as uh, I can't believe that shit. Today, Liam Neeson is known as a giant in the industry. Go ahead. Go so ahead. is
2: John Hamm.
3: Oh, John Hamm, thats why he got the last name Hamm. He was like a big. Okay, never mind. Okay, anyway, let's get back to Spanky. Spanky and Switzer meeting. Okay. Um, and this is Spanky's. Uh, this is Spanky's. Uh, version of events. You're gonna read this. It says the last time I saw Carl was in 1957. It was a tough time for me. Tough time for him. I was starting a tour of theme parks and county fairs in the Midwest. Man,
1: that's rock bottom there.
3: Oh yeah, he was—he was the Pete Rosa, the our yeah. gang. He was sitting. He's
1: doing sideshows. Everybody else disappeared. He's doing sideshows.
3: Spanky at least was out there. <laughs> yeah, doing his thing. Spanky said Carl married it a girl just, who owned a pretty good sized farm. When I came through town, he heard about it and called me. He told me he was helping to run the farm, but he finally got put on had to put a radio on the tractor while he was out to No, and Carl, I knew that wasn't going to last. He may have come from Paris, Illinois, but he ain't no damn farmer. We hadn't right. seen each other since we left the gang, so we had lunch. Uh, spanky had a heroin problem, so he kept not What? <laughs> it does not. It doesn't say uh, that. No, no. All right. Don't besmirch the good name of Spanky. Expect, or yeah. Spanky. And, uh, and then I never saw him again. He looked pretty much the same. He was just Carl Switzer, kind of cocky, though antsy. And I thought to myself, that son of a bitch hadn't changed that much. He still talked big. He just grew up. So now, nineteen fifty-eight,
0: and he's he what? He's
3: what?
1: Twenty-nine car. now. Switzer's like twenty-nine now.
3: He's twenty-nine years old. He's in a bar prostituting himself again he, No, he don't say that he
1: wasn't prostituting he wasn't prostituting himself well, but we he didn't
3: know that he was
1: well he got some trouble what did
3: what happened um he's getting in his car and somebody fired a bullet at his ass came through the window and hit him in the upper arm gentleman yes. was never caught that December though this dumb bitch goes into the sequoia National Forest cuts down 15 pine trees. He was going to sell them as Christmas trees to people. Obviously. Um, had to pay a $220 fine, $225 fine. Which was a lot
1: of money. That was what? 19, when was it? was a it? lot of money today. And got no, year's probation
2: yeah. out of it, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: so, America. Switzer's on, falling on hard times. And he's, in is He's guess, prostituting himself. He's not prostituting. <laughs> no, no. But, he obviously made some enemies. Someone took a shot at him. He served. Got into trouble with cutting down the trees in, in the national forest. And then Brandy, uh, he's, what, 30, 31 at this point? I think it was
2: Darla that took the shot at him? Maybe. Well, he, he left her.
1: Yeah. So, but seriously now we come to his tragic demise. What happened?
2: So, Switzer had agreed to train a hunting dog for this guy named Moses Samuel Stilts. Uh, the dog ran after a bear and got lost. And Switzer offered a $35 reward for this dog's return. A few days later, a man found the dog and brought it to Studio C- City, wait a minute, and brought it to the Studio City bar where Switzer was working. Switzer gave the man 35 bucks, bought him $15 worth of booze. Several days later, Switzer and his friend Jack Piotte Piot, a 37-year-old unit still photographer, decided that Moses Stilts should have to repay Switzer for the reward money for the dog. So, shortly before 7 o'clock that evening, on January 21st, 1959, Switzer and Piot went to Rita Corrigan's home in Mission Hills, where Stilts was staying, to collect the money that they felt that he owed Switzer. Okay. So Everybody hold on. Moses me, no was going to buy the dog. No, it was Moses's dog. It was Moses's dog. Switzer agreed to train it. The dog okay. ran off chasing a bear. Well, he'd just gotten it. Uh, Alfalfa offered a thirty-five dollar reward for the dog. Guy brought it back. Switzer gave him thirty-five bucks. Then his his little photographer friend is sitting in the bar and says, "Dude." There's no way you should have to pay that. That guy owes you the money.
3: Okay. Okay. So, he, he, so he's messing around with Moses now. So
2: these two, these two, who I'm sure had been drinking, because you know the guy worked at a bar. Drinking angel eating. doing something stupid? They decide what's a good idea is we are going to go get this money from the from the guy that owns the dog. Oh, okay. So. Stilts later testified before the coroner's jury.
3: (laughs) Once you hear with the coroner's involved, you know know, it didn't turn uh, out well.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, they usually don't. They usually come in too late.
2: He later testified before the coroner's jury that Switzer had banged on the front door, yelling, "Let me in, or I'll kick in the door." Once inside, they began to argue. Uh, Switzer told him, I want the 50 bucks you owe me now, and I mean now. Whatever. Uh, when Stilts refused to give it to him, the men began to fight. Switzer allegedly struck Stilts with a glass dome clock, which caused him to bleed from his left eye. Stilts retreated to his bedroom and returned with a 38 caliber revolver. Switzer grabbed the gun, resulting in a shot being fired that struck the ceiling. Switzer forced Stilts into a closet, although Stilts has regained his revolver. So he shoved the guy with the gun. What was the, the, gun is the in? The going in? I, I, you know,
1: you take the, gu- the spoon that stirred the pot. Yeah. take the gun first before you put him in the closet. Well, yeah.
2: Switzer allegedly pulled a switchblade knife and screamed, "I'm going to kill you!" Fearing Switzer was about to attack, Stilts shot him in the groin.
3: Oh, now see that just not cricket. Mm. Switzer
2: suffered massive internal bleeding and was pronounced DOA at the hospital.
3: Uh, you, you know you probably was something pretty good if he got shot in a
1: groin. But it but it, right, it hit like a um,
2: But it probably hit an artery. Yeah. But there was controversy surrounding this. Switzer since Switzer had pulled the knife, the ju- the shooting was judged to be self defense. During the inquest regarding Switzer's death, it was revealed that was reported that what was reported as a hunting knife was in fact a pen knife and it had been found by crime scene investigators under his body on January 25th, 2001. Don't bring a pen knife to a gunfight. You know that's right. On January 25th, 2001, a third witness came forward and gave his version. Uh, Tom Corrigan, 56-year-old son of Western movie star Ray Crash Corrigan and stepson of Moses Stilts, was present the night Switzer was killed. It was more like murder, he told the reporters. He said he heard a knock on the front door, and Switzer said Western Union for Bud uh, Stilts. <laughs> Katie <Candy> Graham. <group>. lantern. <laughs> Lanter. Corrigan's mother, Rita, opened the door to find a drunk and demanding Switzer complaining about a perceived month old death. Switzer entered the house followed by Jack Piat and stated he was going to beat up Stilts. Stilts confronted Switzer with oh he started out with the gun. Stilts confronted Switzer with the thirty eight caliber revolver in his hand. Corrigan said that Switzer grabbed the revolver and Stilts and Switzer struggled over it. Piot broke the glass-dome clock over Stiltz's head, causing his eye to swell shut. So the, so the photographer was doing something. There. No, he
1: should have shot Piot.
2: During the struggle, a shot was fired into the ceiling, and Corrigan was struck in the leg by a fragment. Corrigan's two younger sisters ran to a neighbor's house to call for help. Well, we shot Tommy. Enough of this, he remembers Switzer, saying just before Switzer and Piot started to leave the house. Corrigan had just stepped out out the front door when he heard a second shot behind him. He turned and saw Switzer sliding down the wall with a surprised look on his face. We got shot in the balls. That's surprising. Stilted shot him. As he was leaving the house. Corrigan said he saw a closed penknife at Switzer's side, which he presumed fell out of his pocket or his hand. He then saw his stepfather shove Piot against the kitchen counter and threaten to kill him too. As Piat begged for his life, they heard emergency sirens. Corrigan thought this was the only reason Stokes did not kill Piot. Corrigan said his stepfather lied in his account of, of the event before the coroner's jury. Corrigan said the Los Angeles Police Department detective interviewed him and asked <coughs> if he would testify before the judge. Corrigan agreed to, but he was never called before the court. He didn't have to kill him, Corrigan says. Carl Switzer was interred at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery in Hollywood, California. He was killed on the same day that Cecil B. DeMille died and received only a minor notice in the newspaper since DeMille's obituary dominated all the columns.
1: And that sucked. You died, you, you know, you got one... Farrah Fawcett Farrah died on Fawcett the same
3: day as Michael Jackson. Jackson.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's The only
3: thing they said was anal cancer. That's the only thing you
2: ever got out of it. Anal mm-hmm. cancer. She had so we, anal cancer.
1: So we mentioned Buckwheat earlier, right? Mm-hmm. We did. Buckwheat. You remember Buck Week died in the nineteen eighties, so you remember the Saturday Night Live did the Eddie Murphy did the when mm-hmm. Reagan was shot, Eddie Murphy did they did a little skit where Buck was shot, right? right? And they kept showing the film over yeah. and over and over. Well, okay, so a producer of twenty twenty decided, hey, let's go find Buck and they found him. He was in Arizona. He was a grocery bagger. Oh, Buckwheat. Yeah, that was in nineteen ninety. The only the 1990, Jesus. The only um the only thing was is that Buckwheat died in the nineteen eighties. So the, they interviewed <laughs> this stranger. <He> interviewed <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. and the guy swore up and down. And Did guess who came way? guess who guess who um guess who uh came out and told him uh, that this was uh this Spenny. guy was Spanky. Spanky came out and said, hey, this, this is not Buckwheat. he called not ABC Buckwheat. and said, Buckwheat's dead. So uh, this guy fooled me. Spanky's the,
2: got his finger into everything. <laughs>
1: Spanky's all over the place. And he did not like Eddie Murphy's uh, oh, take on, on Buckwheat. He said it was completely uh, a stereotype that it was completely opposite the way Buckwheat was in real life.
2: Well, what was the other guy? There was Buckwheat and there was Stymie. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, they were different people, right? Stymie was the kid
3: who never, who, who, who never talked.
2: Yeah, what was the deal who with Who was that? the
3: bully? Which one was it?
1: Remember the bully? Bruiser or something like that. I don't know.
2: Yeah, they were friends. Yeah. Uh, Carl Switzer and that guy were friends. His name was, um, they were friends on set.
1: They were friends on Facebook.
2: They might have been. I can't swear to that.
1: So kind of a sad life for alfalfa don't you think
2: butch was his name butch yeah, butch, yeah he yeah. was a bully
1: yeah he was a bully but he was it, it said that him and uh butch's butch's father and alfalfa's father didn't get along
2: no they fought all the time but they were
1: but yeah over who
3: no it
1: was spanky's father oh spanky but in reality they the kids were good friends
3: the kids were fine yeah. but, but it was uh there was a brady bunch type sex scandal on. with darla with a reunion, they tried uh, to do I a reunion. And they would they were shut saying. up. You're making things yeah, up. Yeah. They they did did up. S- You're just all making all I
2: don't understand, gang. but I don't understand. We're spanking and stuff, or not spanking. What? <laughs> or
1: gangbang is what he's thinking, though. So <laughs> it was some of his <laughs> poor collection. It is no. not real life. I was
2: weren't the same No, people? no. No, no. Oh, okay. we're, um, no, we're out, we're Buckwheat and Stymie. Were they, were, were they ever on at the same time? Or
3: I don't know. I used to watch them. at the same time? I know, when they man. had the he Man Woman haters club meetings, they'd be there. Yeah. Yeah. Stymie was there? Yeah. Stymie wore the hat. Yeah. Okay. And Stymie hung around with the other kid who never talked.
2: Well, how did they, t- how did they communicate? Stymie Stymie was like a talk with the kid. Stymie uh, talked? Stymie
3: talked, but the little white kid that hung around with Stymie never so had so to who that is. Yeah, well,
1: that's why they called him Stymie. You can never communicate with him.
2: No. Stymie would talk. <laughs> okay. Did you just well, hear me say that? He, he's,
3: what, he what, took all the kid from talking. That's what's your, like what's, your thoughts,
1: oh, what's your the final, final thoughts, Brandy? What's your final thoughts on Carl Switzer, better known as Alfalfa? You know, I just,
2: is Spanky dead?
1: <laughs> I'm. I don't know. I don't know when Spanky was born. Hold on. Uh, uh, talk Talk amongst yourselves. I'll check it out.
2: I. You know, he was. He got shot over fifty bucks.
3: Yeah, somebody got shot over twenty five dollars one time. Of so. course you
2: do. They're probably dead because death follows you. That, no, um, not dead. Down a wheelchair.
3: But okay, got shot over, in the stomach over twenty five dollars. Yeah,
1: George. Uh, what's his name? It's McFarlane. McFarland Spanky. Spanky. Yeah, he was born in uh, October second, nineteen twenty eight, and he died on June thirtieth, nineteen ninety three, at the age of sixty four. Um, he, 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 when he died he was in the bedroom getting dressed when he suddenly collapsed paramedics tried to re, uh, revive him to about 30 minutes but to no avail he was pronounced dead within 40 minutes uh, it was later determined that he died of cardiac arrest his remains were cremated uh, shortly thereafter and he has a headstone in the Texas State Cemetery so George McFarlane is no longer with us and as I so said
3: spanky gone
1: Spanky, unfortunately, but Spanky. Spanky a, he
3: didn't
1: get the. He's a cute little fella. And all that, that I know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I loved Spanky. Was my
1: yeah.
3: favorite. I thought Alfalfa was dim.
1: I thought Alfalfa was a little conceited. Mm, hmm.
3: I just Alfalfa seemed like the kid who when when,
1: when he modeled, uh, 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 Spanky modeled uh, I I a spanking modeled a kiss. Husky. No, he, Husky modeled, Husky he modeled children's clothes in uh, in Texas after his career with our gang. Here's
2: my and,
3: question,
1: And uh, he did advertisement
2: for Wonder Bread. Oh, yeah. Here's my question, too. What kind of parents do, does Darla have? Right. They just let her run around with all oh, the boys all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. And Every lead time. them on.
3: Oh, she was a she was a hussy. She had Jezebel. She uh, Jezebel. Spanky
2: served
1: in the United States Air Force. So thank you for that. Was his nickname? Thank you for your service, Spanky. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you know who else was in our gang was um, Jackie Cooper, and and the dude that what what was the guy that killed um, uh, murdered his wife or well he was found innocent I guess Robert
3: Blake. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Robert Blake was in. He was found
1: innocent of that, so I shouldn't say he murdered his wife, but he was accused of murdering his wife, Darla. Um, she died at a young age, uh, she died of, at an age, uh, 40, she got, she got 47. The, she got the HIV. She, no, no, but she, not HIV, she died of hepatitis.
3: Something like that, yeah.
1: She, yeah. Was, a, she, was, and she was a heroin user. We no. don't know that. She got, she got
3: the hep C from the She up. got a bad tattoo.
1: Or she <laughs> might have got, you know, she may do the, the the gang thing, but, Well, you uh, know, she was protest herself. She uh.
3: So stop it. So she turned 15, No, she, she
1: no, her no, 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 seriously, she... She, uh, the autopsy disclosed she that eyes. she, she contracted acute hepatitis from blood transfusion.
3: It's so. always a blood transfusion. And, gets a and that's what Magic Johnson said too. I got too. AIDS from a blood transfusion. I got oh, Hep on. C on. I got. She's buried in
1: the, the. She's buried in the, in the same. I got chlamydia what do we say? Uh, uh, Alfalfa was in the Hollywood oh, Forever. Yeah. yeah, she's buried there as well. Anyone? Any other gang members you want? Our gang members you want to know about? They were gangsters. Original OG.
3: They were OGs for real. Well, I think. I think it's a cautionary tale. I mean, you, you put your kids out to work, and then next thing you know, they embossed, they uh,
1: well, they, uh they got the hole. And well, what's, what's knows, the what about the other uh, the
3: shot? They're trying to get yeah. Him what out. was the, the, the what's, what's no? What was yeah. the
1: one on um, uh, the the the. the the show, the, not was it "Facts of Life," not "Facts of Life." The other show with the two kids that were adopted. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, At different strokes. Different, different strokes. Different show. yeah. Dana Plato's dead. Yeah, Dana Plato. A, yeah.
1: That should
3: have been our gang. That was a one, the little crime wave. Yeah, she
1: that, was too. like on uh, Hart Stern, like the day before she died. Yeah, Dana Plato's dead. Uh,
2: Isn't Gary Coleman's dead too?
1: Gary Coleman is dead. The only Todd Bridges, Willis. Todd Bridges, I guess. Well, is still Willis like.
2: finally cleaned up.
1: Yeah, he had, but he had, he had, uh, he had some rough years there.
2: Yeah we robbed a bank or a liquor this store or something no store. that was her
1: yeah she robbed she did something but she he was he, play, but I too. think he was in trouble with the law too oh he very yeah, yeah he ended up being uh, was Mr. Drummond and all but, this but I think he, there, I Mr. Mr. Drummond died I think well
2: he was 108 when he was all yeah the
1: <laughs> uh, but what's her name went on to Facts of Life Mrs. Garrett
2: Mrs. Garrett,
1: Mrs. Garrett yeah. okay awesome. alright well that she'll do it for uh, Alfalfa um,
2: Brandy where can people find us well they can find us on Facebook.
1: Our and Facebook page, History History Dweeps.
2: They can find us on iTunes.
1: Mm-hmm. Please uh, please leave us a review. Yes. Because we've got like six, and it's been like six for like nine months. So,
2: Oh, please leave us a review.
3: Yeah.
2: And they, that's all.
3: Stitcher. Stitcher, Stitcher. Stitcher, that's right. They can find us on Stitcher. Well,
2: this normally isn't You're my part.
3: you not park. a your You're Stitcher. Yeah, but, you
1: know, I'm afraid that Colonel would screw it up, so.
3: You know, the colonel gonna the colonel and the a- the colonel needs the to the talk about so his agent. Third, the colonel's agent. He's gonna be having a talk with with Timmy here soon. Uh, probably after this show. Are there gonna to be are, are there gonna
1: be uh, some controversy around your contract?
3: Well, <laughs> the colonel been working without a contract, just on on on. The kindness of his heart. Now, I've had... Uh, Will you please quit talking about third-person <laughs> offers of, uh, from other podcasts. They call me all the time. The what po- what podcast calls you?
1: Uh, well, NPR called me the other day. NPR. So you're going to be on Serial. You're going to be on American no, Life. Um, American Life. American Life. They wanted to do American Life, Colonel version. Um I am want to give a shout out to my favorite podcast, Thinking Sideways. They are really, they are really good. It's, if you you never listen to them, I know because you guys don't listen to podcasts. I'm the only one in here. I those. listen to
3: podcasts all the
1: time. Listen to Thinking Sideways. It's a pretty they Thinking do, Sideways. Yeah, they're really good. They're really good. Shout the, out to the them. the devil.
3: Don't even listen to our podcast.
2: I know. What's up with that, Brandy? I don't like hearing myself. Well, we don't like hearing you either. We don't like but we you you listen.
3: We'll bring you. in you. Our listeners
2: don't like well, hearing. And you. I lived it. <laughs> I don't want to hear you sons of bitches talking anymore.
1: (laughs) All right. So take us away, Brandy. Take us off. Say goodbye. Bye. Daddy, have a lovely day. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time on History to Even
3: on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.